There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome, welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 93, an episode that was recorded live at NerdMelt here in Los Angeles with Mr. Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, creator of Invincible, uh, and a million other awesome comic-related things. Also, there was a special guest that popped up in this episode. But first, some quick announcements. Yes, I'm performing stand-up comedy all over the country. Go to Nerdist.com and get those dates. But let's talk about some of the other events that are going on at NerdMelt. We've only been going for two months, but we have some insane shows lined up for the next uh, six weeks. So we've got, of course, the Wednesday stand-up shows with Jonah and Kumail and a bunch of awesome L.A. comics. Also, Battleship Pretension is coming up June 4th. Sex Nerd Sandra, who blogs for me, is now going to be doing her own podcast that I'm going to be producing. Some of those shows are going to be live. The first one is June 7th. She is an awesome, hilarious, adorable sex educator, and I recommend that you follow her. We will be making those available as podcasts soon. Also, Jimmy Dore on June 11th. Jeff Garland's doing a show coming up. Dana Gould and David Keckner are doing a thing called Carnival. Dan Harmon's doing Harmontown. Jackie Cation is bringing her Dork Forest to Nerd Melt, so tons of great shows. Go to MeltComics.com. Look in the sidebar for the events to uh, get ticket information for those. Tickets are usually only 10 bucks. That is way less than a movie. So come on down and see some live comedies. Very, very special events. I would also like to thank Carbonite Online Backup. Unfortunately, all computers come with a when. When are they going to fail me? When am I going to be screaming at my computer in the middle of the night? When I see a blue screen of death or I hear a click in the hard drive and everything's gone... And I want to murder everyone. Disaster is inevitable. This means lost files. So before that happens, please get Carbonite. Your files are automatically backed up. Whenever you're connected to the internet, you will have access to them. And then when disaster strikes, you can just get them back. Get a new machine. Protect your precious, precious files. You get anytime, anywhere access to those backed up files from any computer or smartphone or iPad with the free app. Unlimited backup is $59 a year. That is less than $5 a month for peace of mind. Start your 15-day free trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIS. You will get two free months if you decide to buy. Thanks to Carbonite. Even though they decided not to go for the tag that I pitched them to put on their website, which was Carbonite, back that ass up. Someday, people are going to listen to me. But in any case, I thank them for continuing to be a sponsor. And now, here's the Nerdist Podcast episode number 93, live at NerdMelt with Robert Kirkman and special surprise guest. Now entering Nerdist.com. 
Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast Live at Meltdown Comics. Also called Nerd Melt. Someone spilled a beer. Already? Already. It's already happening. Crazy crowd, these nerds. Yeah, man. You know, you get them together in a room. It's like, oh, fucking shit breaks loose. I feel like whenever I'm in Meltdown, I always feel like this is a... like a basement where there has been a zombie apocalypse, and we're <laughs> this is our fake yeah. entertainment. Yeah. Like, okay, I can get over to Guitar Center. We can we can cut off their heads with flying yeah. V's. No, this is this is the basement where it's like a bunch of nerds uh, when the, all the zombies came, and they didn't die of being eaten by zombies. They just died of uh, exhaustion because they couldn't uh, make it a solid point of what they wanted to do. <laughs> a bunch of nerds going, no, 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 no. What we have to do. And then twenty years later, just oh, I think we should. And, and then they and fall the, dead. And the hipsters are like, wouldn't it be ironic if I just died and then yeah. they fucking die they're like how strong is this door roll a d20 we'll find out yeah. <laughs> yeah. this has no practical application <laughs> this is great welcome to uh, Robert Kirkman night here at uh, Nerd Melt this is very exciting we're all very excited what did you guys? What did you guys do today? You were writing all day. I was writing all day on Web Soup. Yep. Yeah, Matthew, where I were you? Changed the speakers in my Jeep. Hey, <laughs> what a handyman! Thank you, thank you. Uh, I I was hosting uh, Attack of the Show today because Kevin Pereira has been sick the last couple of days. Thank you, half a person. Uh, yeah. See, wait, well, you you're cheering because Kevin's sick, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a- why would you? Yeah, yeah. Perfectly nice guy. I didn't bring that upon them. This, them. They're the fucking assholes. He's a he, probably, g- he probably wasn't uh, cleaning out that fleshlight. Yeah, Colbert. Is it is it weird if you put a flashlight inside a Miss Piggy doll? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering how deviant that would be the other day. No, like, well, not, um, listen, if you're gonna fuck a flashlight, does it matter where it is? Like, you could. It would be more deviant if it was in the Rolf Puffet, you know? That, that yeah. would be... Wait, I, well, I see you're inside me now. That's pretty great. So. Nah, I would just... I would put it in a Skeksy. I just fuck a Skeksy, show Skeksy. dominance over them. Yeah. You're inside my flashlight. <laughs> or Hoggle from No, uh, well, the Skeksy's because you'd have to peel back all those layers of clothes and uh, garbage yeah, that yeah, is yeah. how they mark their superiority. You'd have to get the one that was stripped of all of his things. First of all, he'd be weak and not... <laughs> like an injured lamb, you go to the Skeksy I, that's been honestly, outcasted. I could not have wanted to fuck a Gelfling more when I was a kid. God damn. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, I don't I mean, blame you. Just, you know, pin the wings down. Only the girls had the wings. And, yeah. uh, and just... Have you seen Deanna, my girlfriend? She kind of <laughs> looks like a Gelfling. There's no coincidence there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you accidentally call her Kara, the Gelfling? Kara the Gelfling. Her name was Kara, right? No, I'm just saying, like that's what you would say. Wasn't the it? whole thing, you would say Kara the Gelfling. Kara the Gelfling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you got my name and species wrong. Yeah. Uh, what Shh. did you? What? <laughs> Shh, don't mind that. Don't mind that. Don't Kara the Gelfling. <laughs> Stop putting wings on me. <laughs> uh, your, your Sunday night show is going great it's here going at Meltdown, by the way. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, any any new bits that you're working on? Yeah, I'm working on some stuff. I'm working on some stuff about Disneyland right now. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Hard hitting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Disneyland. Yeah. Really taking them down a Take peg. Take you down a peg. You see, that was literally that was what I was working on. Black today, people right? go to Disneyland like well, this, and white <laughs> people go to Disneyland <laughs> like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. wait, wait, wait. So you've seen it? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had annual. I used to have annual passes, and I, I still do, but I just don't get to go that often anymore. I do. How is it? It's the same. Really? <laughs> they're revamping. Uh, they're revamping Star Tours is different now, right? Yeah. They just reopened, and uh, they're redoing uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, there's like a little featurette online of what they're doing. It sounds like it's going to be so much more awesomer. Oh no, I liked I liked old '60s haunted mansion. No, 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 no. It's, it's 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 like the same like you know energy and effort that went into making it cool then is like these guys are seemingly like really pushing to keep with the the theme and like making it. Even I that hope much to cool. God they don't that they don't like corporatize it and then you go in and it's just some young dude going, "Is this room fucking stretching?" You know, and you're like, "God, yeah, yeah. Disney, why are you doing yeah, that?" Yeah. I love <laughs> the old. Yeah. All I want is the dancing ghosts. I just want their legs to fucking move a little bit. I, you uh, know, in fun. retrospect, they, uh, now that I think back to what I just said, they probably wouldn't say, is this room fucking stretching? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's probably not what's going to happen. Isn't it? But I just hope... I just dude, remember dude. When they, Are you getting really fucking tall? Are you gonna fucking... So I remember that... Um, Get in your Doom buggy. Get it? It's Doom instead of Doom. Uh, I just remember when they when they changed Space Mountain, they put in like this crappy rock, generic rock music yeah, yeah, yeah. in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So whoa, whoa, no. That's, he just said crappy... Like I didn't need that before. I wanted. I loved Space Mountain before when it was like quiet and all you could hear was people screaming and you could hear the rickety yeah. of the, yeah. the, the metal on the track and it was yeah. pitch black and you're like, like I could lose my head at any moment. Yeah. I have no idea. I just remember that that was such a weird idea too. It's like, oh, well, what is Space Mountain? Oh, it's a roller coaster. In the dark. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, holy shit, that's so innovative. Such a great idea. Yeah. I can close my eyes. Same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can go on any roller coaster. Any roller coaster is a fucking space mountain. Yeah, just shake me around. Yeah, shake just me shake me around. Go pew, 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 pew. And fu- that uh, that, that um, the, Ma- the Matterhorn is like the goddamn spine cracker. Like, I... Yeah, yeah. That is that ride is so not safe. No, no. <laughs> Just it's like not. whipping down that. The bump. left isn't the left side worse than the right side or something. Like one of the sides. Well, is I think more historically that's in literature, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't Thunder Mountain know. Railroad. That's a shitty ride. I love Thunder Mountain. Big, uh, big Thunder Mountain. Uh, Whoa! Really dividing the room here, Jonah. Don't boo. get me started on fucking Splash Mountain. <laughs> Actually, I really quite enjoy Splash Mountain. We always, uh, I, I always like to hear the English uh, and then the Spanish right after, because the Spanish yeah, yeah. is a totally different characterization. We're like, yeah. howdy, partner, you're about to go on a wildest <laughs> ride, and then you just hear the Spanish voice like. Hola, you we, we always used to add we always used to add that guy's voice at the end of um, the haunted mansion. Uh, Janet and I, when we get on, we would do they, she, he would do all the Spanish versions of the warnings and everything, yeah. and then we would just go y finalmente boo. Y finalmente boo. That's exciting. So, are you guys? Are y'all, uh, Joan? I know. I know how excited you are that this podcast has actually uh, uh, come to fruition. Yes, it's actually a long time coming. Because three years ago, abouts right? Was it three years ago? We were here in this very same spot. Oh, for yeah. a Comics on Comics panel. Yep. It was you, me, Doug Benson, Jeff Katz, and, uh, and Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. Mm-hmm. And um, we yeah. were, and like one of the topics was uh, Walking Dead. And I did nothing but fucking take up all the time talking about how awesome it was. You went nuts about it. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was great. And we also talked about that show, um, Lost. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we talked about Lost and Walking Dead. And then, and then when Walking Dead was, 
when you knew it was coming out on AMC, you, you were talking about it for months before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and much so that we all got Blu-rays for talking about yeah, it Yeah, so yeah, much. yeah. We all got DVDs of the first season. Not, 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 not all of us got those. And, uh, it's, I'm packing, Chris. There's boxes everywhere in my <laughs> house. Fucking, gotta, Jonah shows up yeah. for like the next record, and he's wearing like an AMC cap, and he's got this fucking <laughs> the AMC yeah. uh, messenger bag yeah. with, full of Walking Dead. Yeah. His car has been like, wrapped in a decal. Yeah. And all yeah. I would say is, like, you really should check out Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> It's a thinker. It's a thinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to give it a chance. Sponsored by AMC. Drama matters. <laughs> uh, story matters. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a fucking great. It's a, it's a great series. It's a fucking awesome comic. Are book. you watching The Killing? No, I'm not. I heard it's like Twin Peaks light. Okay, that's what I've heard about it. All right. Is anyone else? Is anyone watching The Killing out there? <laughs> are, you, are you are you enjoying it so far? I Did they jump the shark? It turned out the girl was killed by a shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, why would you? Um, yeah, this uh, aquarium salesman was driving through town. He had a truck. Yeah. I would love. I would love to be able to see. I would love to be able to give writers uh, like steeplechase story ideas, where it's like, okay, woman dies of a shark attack in Lincoln, Nebraska. Go and just see <laughs> how they fucking weave it together until yeah. they sharktopus. Sharktopus. That's, uh, that's how those get made. Sharktopus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about Sharktopus or Lincoln, Nebraska. We're here to talk uh, to a man that I'm about to introduce to you. Uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It sounds like you forgot his name. The man, oh, as no. we all know. I was, no, I was just trying to make it formal. I was just trying to make it formal. We all remember. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's good space work for the podcast, Jonah. <laughs> There's a, there's a rack oh, of... So it sounds like I'm still trying to think. For them, it's an extra added bonus. Jonah Ray reaches to rack of comics behind Chris Oh, Hollywood. flip, 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 flip. No, I was just trying to make the intro more official oh, okay. sounding. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm so loosey-goosey on the show. Like, well, I'll just literally walk out and go, hey, let's start the podcast. Yeah. All right. I think, you know, like uh, other times we'll end live podcasts with me just going, I think that's enough. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just, <laughs> it, it, it is a show that people listen to. Like, I feel like maybe it could use a little bit more structure. So I was, I was trying to build it up a little oh, more. Oh, okay. All right. And, so. not, and not make it, uh, and not make it too. Hey, I, look, it's Robert Kirkman. <laughs> hey, it's Robert Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, you are perfect for this show. Yeah. You are perfect for this podcast. It sounded like this podcast needed saving. Yeah. <laughs> Robert looks Where were like, you a year ago? Robert no, looks more, like more if about the, Disney World, please. If the, if the three of us had a baby, that would be him. Oh my God. You are the perfect. You, if the three of us had a, you and, oh. and Chris and I had a baby, it would be Robert Kirkman. You know, it's unfortunate that we don't have a human resources department because I'm quite frankly sick of your little come-ons. <laughs> Jonah and I are not going to fuck you. We're not going to have Chris, that baby. Chris, why are you wearing such tight pants? <laughs> <laughs> they make my balls swell and therefore look huge. <laughs> That's what girls like, big balls. Uh, Robert Kirkman, thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm already regretting it. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just a room full of people that are really big fans of you. Yeah, it sounds like a horrible time. <laughs> it's like being at my house. <laughs> you mean you have the stand of comic books? I, I do. I really, really do. Yeah. Hey, kids, this is me. This is me. 
Now, at the point you're at, do you have an assistant come in and, and like every week fill in all the new comics on your rack so you can go through and pretend like you're shopping, but you don't I have to go to the store? Uh, wow, can you get people to do that? I yeah, even... you could. You, wow. uh, for a hundred bucks, you can get people to do anything. Just watch the show, cheaters. That's all I'm yeah. saying, Chris. For a hundred bucks, let's fuck. Come on. <laughs> I now have a hundred dollars. I, I that's I you must that. have a hundred dollars, my I could, friend. I could do that. I could probably spend two hundred dollars on that. Whoa, 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 money bags. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> so we already have one uh, volunteer slash stalker that you will never be able to. Oh, all right. That we we'll never be able to shake. So you, uh, what part of Kentucky are you from? Uh, Lexington. Central. You're from Lexington. Yeah. Nice. I was born in Louisville. Well, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Slam. Point Kirkman. What's gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I, I already see the I already see the Charles Grodin esque dynamic that Robert Kirkman <laughs> is going to take on on the podcast. Big Grodin fan. Yeah. <laughs> you big you big Charles Grodin fan? No, I like Beethoven as much as the next guy. Oh yeah. my God, Beethoven! Bro, fucking Midnight Run. Come Clifford. on, Clifford. 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 <laughs> his cameo in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yes, yeah. a lot of people remember his cameo in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh, were you? I mean, you're a funny guy. Were you? Were you a comedy fan growing up? Not really. I, yeah, I mean, comedy fan. I don't know. Like, I, I liked comedy. It's like saying you're a TV fan. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going really. horribly now. I'm I'm getting way worse. I I've... know, but that's mainly your fault. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry. No, you're great. Listen, I'm, I'm... I only want to do this once, so I'm just going to make sure that you guys don't ask me back. <laughs> you're gonna come, he's going to come and just fucking throw the smoke bomb and then disappear. <laughs> I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you actually only just moved to California recently. Yeah, I've been here since March. Holy so, shit. Oh, yeah. If you... If, do you feel Those like you... Right. hear like, a gasp from the audience? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> did it take you that long? <laughs> how, did you, how are you getting your work out here? I mean, you know, what are they... Put it on horseback and send... I mean, you can pretty much... You can live wherever you want. Did you, did you decide you wanted to live out here or that you kind of had to live out here? Uh, I... I I kind of wanted to work in the uh, the writers' room on season two, yeah. so uh, that was available to me. And I figured, you know, if I'm ever going to work in television, it might as well be on a show that's based on my comic because yeah. that'd be that'd be pretty <laughs> that's easy, one right? I've done that's one way to go about it. So, yep. uh, yeah. the, the Matt Groening plan, if yeah. you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, w- are, are you fond of California at all? I mean, I don't know. I feel I don't know that much about you, but I just feel like I don't know if Robert Kirkman's going to enjoy. Los so this show, you guys don't do research at all before. The- <laughs> Um, no, no I, you clearly I, never I, listen to the show. I like it a lot. I mean, I've been traveling out here a lot because of the show, and uh, you know, I, I'm fairly familiar with it. I, I, I do use GPS a lot to get around, but yeah. uh, I kind of enjoy the traffic because I never really had time to talk on the phone yeah. in Kentucky. <laughs> Just remember um, to hold it out in front of your face. That's uh, that's how to drive around while talking on the phone. The GPS. <laughs> Important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I actually do like it. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I do make this joke sometimes where I'm like, oh, in Kentucky, all you can do is bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's nothing to do, and it's nice that there's like things to do here in California. But it's kind of a dumb joke because I never leave my house, so <laughs> like it doesn't really matter what you can do because I just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> People say there's a lot to do in, in L.A., but I I don't know what that is exactly. Like other than I took to... my son to the La Brea Tar Pits. Can't do that. In yes, Kentucky. that's right. Because no other city was bold enough to put a fence around tar uh, <laughs> like Los Angeles. We we were told there were dinosaurs there because my son loves dinosaurs and. Uh, 
There's no dinosaurs. Nah, it's a lot of fucking dire wolves and mammoth faces. Like that's that's, awesome. that's, that's <laughs> that the baby, the baby mammoth, uh, reaching out to its, to its uh, mother, its mother, while it sinks into the tar. But to no avail. No. Yeah, it was a, it was a good two hours of me carrying my son away from the animatronic animals because they terrified him. So it was, <laughs> it was. I don't recommend it. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. How old is your, how's your son? Five. Five. No, he's, he's seventeen. I missed. Oh wow! Well. So uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's five. And so he, he didn't really... He's a bit of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this animatronic kid, what the fuck is your problem? He can't, he can't hurt you. Look, I'm right like, here. No, you don't understand. There's a robot in there. <laughs> that Son, didn't work. Daddy writes way more horrifying things. Than, 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 does he have any sense of what you do yet? Or does he, does he understand? Uh, yeah, he has like a... He knows that I'm a writer yeah. to the point where sometimes he'll go, I want to be a writer when I grow up. And I'm oh. like, ah. But... Uh, <laughs> and uh, the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> but I, I, he doesn't know anything about The Walking Dead. Like, he sees zombie stuff around the house, and so he's not really scared of zombies because I have statues and Good people I like, dress up as zombies to make walk around my house to yeah. comfort me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, he has a very vague understanding. Like, I, I read Super Dinosaur to him, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't think he gets the concept that, like, I made that book. Uh, and also, he broke my heart the other day. I was reading it to him, and halfway through the issue, he stops and goes, Hey, is this a cartoon? <laughs> and I said, uh, no, it's a comic book. Do you like comics? And he goes, I like cartoons better because they do the voices for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, me too, but like, you know, what can I do? <laughs> Kids, there's just no filter for your feelings yeah. at all. <laughs> there's just no filter. Is there a certain age? Like, are you, will you let him read or watch Walking Dead before he's a certain age? I kind of have this thing, like, not Walking Dead in particular, like, I guess I'll let him read it when he's old enough to say, can I read that? I yeah. mean, I don't know. Like, I, he's probably not going to want to. He's going to be a jock. He's going to be, like, picking on me and stuff. But um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the thing about horror movies in general, though, is that, like, I wasn't allowed to watch them until I was, like, 17 because my parents were assholes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hate them. Like, sometimes I watch horror movies. Like, old, like, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, stuff like that. Like, I, I watch them and I don't appreciate them at all because yeah. I, was, I didn't watch them when I was young enough to be like, that's awesome. Like, right. I just watch it now and I'm like, that's a little silly. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to make him watch them when he's like eight. <laughs> you know, like, so that he can appreciate them. You were so. going to fucking watch this? And yeah. But do you feel like in a weird way your parents did you a favor by creating this sort of curiosity that you probably had? Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. Like if they, by keeping me from that cuz I did like sneak and like, you know, have sleepovers with people and watch them. Like there was a 50-year-old man next door that would let me come over and watch. Sure. Red flag. <laughs> Red, red flag. Don't, don't, uh, wear, wear your bathing suit. You don't have a pool. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what? You don't need a bathing suit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a tub. I got a tub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess it did make me appreciate it a little bit more because it was forbidden. You know? Right. Were your parents religious-y? Nah, my mom a little bit, kind of. You yeah. know, I've been to a Pentecostal church. Let's just leave it at that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Bible belt's pretty fierce down there. What can you do? I know. Well, you can move. You can it was move fun, away. though. Here, I'll get a, I'll get a little personal here because it's kind of sad and kind of funny, but my mother was deeply religious for a while until it, like, fell out of favor, and she was like, fuck this. But <laughs> my, uh, uh, my, my dad wouldn't actually come out and say he was an atheist, but, like, he never went to church and stuff. And so as a child, I would go, so... Are we going to heaven and dad's going to hell? Like, I don't really understand. And, like, my mom had a hard time answering that question. But uh, thinking back, it was hilarious. 
Well, uh, when did you decide, like, oh, you know, writing is something that I think, you know, this is, this is something that I wanted. I mean, if your parents didn't let you watch that stuff, how did, how did you get into comics? Uh, I wanted to be, uh, like, a writer-artist, you yeah. know, because I, I came up, I started reading comics in 1991, so Image was a big deal for me. Uh, and so I basically just, I wanted to be Eric Larson, pretty much, because mm-hmm. I love Savage Dragon, and I love that he was able to just kind of sit down and write and draw a comic and do whatever he wanted, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, from the time I realized that people actually got paid to write comics, I was like, whoa, this is, you know, this is definitely something I want to get into, but uh, I quickly realized that I wasn't a very good artist, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> so you stuck with the writer's side. Yeah, yeah. When you're growing up in Lexington, Kentucky, and it's, you know, it's 90, or early 90s, there's no internet yet that we're aware of. Do you just feel like, well... Was the internet a secret for a long time? Well, it, like a... it was just more of it. Just, it just wasn't commercially available. Did you see people. War Games? <laughs> All right. Beep, 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 point, beep, point taken. Beep, yeah. beep, beep. I mean, people just didn't have it. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see the internet until '94, uh, and even then, I didn't. Re- someone was like, "So you can have? There's this web of information, and you can ask it anything." I'm like, "No fucking way!" Yeah, the internet for me in about '95 was a thing that a guy I knew in high school. Uh, talked about Star Trek on <laughs> news groups. They yeah, were it was like, me. what? You'd like do this, and there's people in other states that are talking about Deep Space Nine. That's amazing. So, <laughs> like, what? so, what was it that finally kind of like broke through for you? Like, what was your? Was there a defining moment where you, you know, were you submitting, or what? What was your? No, I, uh, I, my parents kind of decided that they were going to move to Florida one day, and they came to me. Uh, right after I graduated from high school, and they said, we are going to move to Florida in a year. You can either come with us or you can get out. That's what okay. they did. So, My parents did the same exact thing. Did they really? They're yeah, like, let's do a high five. Yeah. So sad. They're like, we're going to Orlando. You coming? What? Yeah, I was like, I have friends here. Like I, And I don't like you anymore. I'm, uh, I'm in my late teens. Like, why would I want to hang out with you? So, uh, uh, so I had to get a job, and I didn't go to college. I wasn't going to go to college anyway because I'm lazy. But uh, uh, I had to like find a career or something. And so uh, I had always loved comics, and I ended up uh, starting Battle Pope mm-hmm. in that time. Uh, was, that, was that around 2000? Yeah. Yeah, around yeah. 2000. Uh, we started it in like 99. So, so yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I had a day job. I ended up saving up enough money to move out, and then I started doing comics around the same time. And yeah, and 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 I didn't know how to make comics at all, so it was just the weirdest. Like I was solicited in the Diamond catalog while I was pitching to other publishers because I didn't really want to self-publish. I was like, this seems like a hassle. And then everybody turned me down, and I was like, I guess I'm self-publishing. But I didn't know how to print a comic book when I was getting orders in, and I was like asking other publishers, where do you print these at? And, you, know, so it was, you just go to Kinko's, right? You just go to yeah, Kinko's? I, and, and somehow, like, I mean, Larry Young gave me some advice early on. He was doing uh, a, running AIT Planet Lair at the time, and he was like, oh, there's this place called Cabacore in Canada, and you pay them money and they shipped the book to diamond and i was like well this seems simple and so i just kind of tripped my way into it yeah did you always did was it always kind of in your head like someday i'm gonna run image comic like was that was that sort of the gauntlet for you or, or was it just not, something not really i was like someday i'll be able to pay my bills like that was the main <laughs> you know that was that was the first goal uh everything after that was gravy what was so. your day job uh, I worked at Kentucky Lighting and Supply. I oh, started right. in the warehouse. I moved boxes and stuff. I eventually graduated up to uh, assembling uh, light fixtures, mm-hmm. which sometimes I'll walk into a house and I'll go, that is 
that is wrong. <laughs> they, they, they put that thing on wrong. If I could unscrew that and just do the thing, and then I'm like, oh, stop. But, uh, uh, but yeah, and then I eventually got promoted to being the purchasing agent, which meant that uh, you know I would sit in an office, and I would look at how much crap we sold, and I would buy new crap mm-hmm. to replace the crap that we sold so right. that we could sell that crap too. Yep. And uh, the person that had that job before me was brilliant in that she had had the job for like 20 years and she had tricked the owners into thinking it was a full-time job but it was really like an hour a day (laughs) you know and so i sat down on my first day and they were like well this is what you do you go through this you look at this you order this stuff you place these orders you fax this out and there you go And, and i was like okay and then by day two i was like i've done a week's worth of work i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> and so uh and so instead of coming to them and going the person that had this job before me was an asshole and l- let me tell you something you need to be giving me more work i just kind of coasted and uh <laughs> and i basically i basically set i'm not the best person but uh i basically sat there and published battle pope so i would hear like footsteps coming down the hall and i'd be like talking to cory walker or matthew roberts or tony moore or Bacor or you know, Diamond, I'd be on the phone with my reps, and, oh, comics, comics, and then somebody would walk in, and I'd go, I gotta go, I'm ordering <laughs> things for you. Um, yes, we'll get those 100-watt bulbs. Yeah, and I was, like, proofing books and, like, basically running my little publishing company from that office. So the, so the nerd world actually owes a great debt to Kentucky Lighting Fixtures. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like I should go and pay them back for the money they paid me, because it was, like, $8,000 for like two years. I mean, I wasn't making very much money. Uh, but I'm not gonna. No, you know? no, no. no, 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 no. But sometimes when I tell these stories, I'm like, I hope they're not, I hope they're not listening because I do sometimes like see them. Right. Like, uh, it's possible. I, you know, I think at this point they'd be like, ah, that's fine. That's also, fine. I should note I'm somewhat exaggerating for comedic value. So. No, that's fine. Yeah, hyperbole is always welcome. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting up in your office and just staring out what I imagine was a whole showroom floor going... If zombies came through here, they would fucking tear these motherfuckers to shreds <laughs> in the lighting fixture game. What was it? Spe- what is it specifically about zombies that that you love? Because this is going to get Jonah Ray going. Jonah Ray is uh, Jonah Ray is our resident <laughs> resident zombie nerd. I hate I hate zombies. I hate everything about them. So. You, you do? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean. The thing that made me want to do The Walking Dead was just watching zombie movies and realizing that the endings always sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, like even yeah. the best zombie movie, when it's over, you're like, really? That was like, what? <laughs> they, they all died? Like, <laughs> at once? Yeah. After surviving all that other stuff? Like, <laughs> no one got out? Like, I don't understand. Or, uh, uh, or it's like, okay, we're getting in this helicopter. Like, that's the worst ending ever. Like, well, what happens after that? Like, where do you... There's no resolution, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm shitting on Dawn of the Dead, by the way. Which, yeah. Well, no, but but which it is, is, it's an amazing movie. But I mean, I always wanted more. You know, I was always like, why don't they do a movie that takes place after that? And the answer, I guess, because it didn't make very much money. But uh, you know, I wanted to set out and try and do a zombie story that could continue the way I wanted to see. And so that's that's where it came from. So if you'd been so, would anyone offer to make it a film first? And you said, no, I, I want to make sure it's serialized or. There were offers to make it a film, but they were so, like, goofy and awful that I turned them... Like, I would have done a... Like, if Darabont had come to me and been like, I want to do a series of movies, and this is my idea, and I would have been like, all right, whatever, you know? Like, it wasn't just the... I didn't want to do a movie, but if it was the right way, I would have done it. But most of the people that came wanting to do movies were... Let's have Seth Rogen do it. 
<laughs> well, was that Seth well, Rogen asking been, to do it? <laughs> that would have been great. But uh, uh, no, it was. Uh, uh, we we want to do a movie. What do you think about super zombies? Like, if they shot lasers out of their heads, like, what, what, would that be pretty cool? I think that's uh, fucking awesome. <laughs> I think super laser zombies would be rad as shit. It's what are you not, talking? It's not rad. It's not rad. It, it wouldn't happen. Okay, why? <laughs> Who put the lasers in their head? Some who fucking cares? Got your laser zombie. Who invited this nerd? I know. (laughs) Not many things I hold true. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, What I I think is funny is to have someone, basically, Robert Kirkman. You're one of the few people that could play the trump card on Jonah. And if Jonah says something, you can go, "Uh, Jonah. I think I know a little something about zombies. I'm pretty sure I've spent more time just watching zombie movies than he has spent on The uh, Walking Dead. That's how much I fucking rewatch. No, I, Wait, I don't like know it. if that's a burn. I don't no, know if that's a burn. Sounds, no, sounds like it's time for me to kick some ass. No, no. It's not a burn. It's like I was just uh, he's a reference saying he's to how wasted pathetic. his life. I mean, how pathetic I am. I regret yeah. nothing. A lot of time. A lot of time. <laughs> this, so this is by myself so watching. This is how you guys do it? You like bring people in here and then you try and like make yourself sound better than them? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that, is, is that your intent? No, 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 no. I was trying to make you myself seem like, shittier so you uh, seem like an awesome dude. <laughs> Good day. That's hard to do, but I do appreciate the attempt. <laughs> of course. I just shit my pants. He didn't. See. <laughs> See what better way to look awesome when you're not the guy. <laughs> After all that, I demand you shit your pants. Uh, just give me a bit. Let the Chipotle settle in. Listen, I'm going to talk to this guy now. That's fine, I just want to get to the point in my career where I can demand that people shit their pants yeah. and they immediately just go, like, unquestioning. <laughs> I, I would pay $100 for that. You could get someone to do that for $100. $100 goes so much farther than you think it's going to. Seriously. Seriously, you could get someone to shit their pants for $100. I would shit my pants for $100. <laughs> If we, I bet we could. If everyone put in a dollar right now, we could get Robert Kirkman to shit his pants. Pass the basket around. All right. Okay, we're doing this. Does anyone have a hat? These are like. It's like these like these. Hey, look! If I do that you're six gonna times, him, I get gonna, an iPad. You're so. gonna let him. Uh, you gotta let him shit in your, in your Red Sox cap, damn Eddie. No, that's where no, the, the money goes. To put the money in. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The money. Right. The money in. The Follow shit. along, man. Haven't you ever paid someone hundred dollars to shit in their pants before? What's the matter with you? No, I've just been. I I've been asking oh him to do God. it for free, like a sucker. All <laughs> 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 those old stories about like Ralph Bakshi would be in animation meetings and just fart and wipe his ass with Kleenex and throw it in a trash can because he was just such a he was just such a yeah. You never heard that those, those rough action? That's, that's a story. Did, did you make that now up? Now you have. I did not make that up. Uh, a friend of mine who was a director on the old Ren and Stimpy show told me that. That that was, uh, you know, that was obviously a huge rough. He would fart and wipe his ass he, there, there, was one, there was one time he was at a meeting and, and he, he sharted and then, you know, like had to, and like just didn't feel like leaving the meeting. So just he reached in and wiped his ass during the meeting and like threw it away. It was important. Time <laughs> saver. It was a good they time were, saver. They were working out the log commercial. They were like, yeah. oh. no, 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 no. Wait, that was I have an idea. <laughs> that wasn't Ralph Bakshi. Oh. That wasn't Ralph Bakshi. That was John Kay. Sorry. That you're talking of. You motherfucker. You're off this <laughs> podcast. John Kay ha- has much worse things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, did, you, did you like animated stuff when you were growing up? Did you yeah, like animation? Yeah. What were, what I didn't have cable, though, so I didn't. Yeah, my, my childhood was awful. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had one episode of Ren Stimpy. It was the uh, Canadian kilted uh, Yaxman. Yaxman, uh, yeah. And uh, 
Uh, I watched that episode like a hundred times, but I hadn't. I'd never watched any other episode of Ren and Stimpy. So, so when you moved out, was the first, was cable like the first thing you did? You just immediately start consuming a bunch of stuff the minute you were able to. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was like I was on that uh, what's that uh, Amish weekend that you go on? Like the oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's been my life ever what's since. What's it called? Romspringer. Yeah, Romspringer. But then they always go back to live with their Amish families. What the fuck is up with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's up with it is I think what happens is, you know, if you just let a kid go get really drunk for the first time, then they're going to be like, oh, this, did not, this was awful. And then they immediately run home. It's like my plan to make my son smoke 100 cigarettes when he turns <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he became addicted to cigarettes. Number 33, coming up. <laughs> you end up with that Filipino kid that smokes it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, that family was fucking ridiculous. It was like, like, his mom had to take a second job to support well, the smoking crying. habits. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you started. Uh, when did you start working for for Image? Was that was like two thousand? Uh, yeah, my first book was two thousand one. Yeah. So, so yeah. And now you have Skybound. Now I have Skybound, imprint of Image Comics. Yes, so. uh, which I have a uh, uh, right here. Which doctor? That's good for the radio. It's just like a, just like an online thing. I'm, I'm, people, it's theater of the mind. Sorry. Theater uh, of the mind. Yeah, well, Witch Doctor is going to be our first like Skybound original title that uh, we got some guys doing. Uh, Brandon uh, Seifert mm-hmm. and uh, Lucas Kettner. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, they're right here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I went into plug mode. I apologize. No, it's good. You should. You should go into plug mode. It's because a great I, book. I want to... You know, like the, like the fact that you're out there because these guys I I'd heard like they live in Portland. They're just they were pu- they were self publishing. I don't know where they live. Okay, good. Uh, but you know, like the fact that you now can go out to places around the country where people probably live, where their parents didn't let them watch TV. Did you think I was just going to stop at where people live? Yeah. You can go to places where people live and just do things. People live and it's like they fucking eat food. But no, 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 no. Like really think about it. People live. Yeah. Is this room fucking stretching? (laughs) (laughs) That must be kind of cool to you that you now can literally change the life of some young comic book artist. I'm mad with power. (laughs) (laughs) So no, I mean it's great, and it's it's also really cool in the case of Witch Doctor, just because like the book is really good, and they deserve you know much more attention than they were getting, and I'm happy to you know get some people to try that book. Like, if my dumb name can get someone to try something they wouldn't normally otherwise try, like, that's awesome. Like so. shitting in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ralph, like Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> I, like, Bakshi almost sounds like a, the thing you would call, like, shitting and farting at the same time. <laughs> I had a little bit of a Bakshi. Oh, yeah. wow. pants, Just ran down the back of my leg. Real Bakshi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and not not to. I mean, I don't mean to crawl up AMC's ass like. like they like that. I know, I know, but but what's amazing is that I mean, such incredibly diverse programming and all of it's so stylized and all of it's so good. It's just like really the same channel that has Mad Men has a fucking awesome zombie show and a great show like Rubicon and a great and like like. <laughs> it's a thinker. Rubicon's a thinker. Yeah. It, I, I I am contractually obligated to say that it was actually a really good show. <laughs> you have fulfilled your obligation, man. I actually didn't see Rubicon. So it's I almost as good as The Killing. It is. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's like an awesome version of Twin Peaks. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you got to spin. That's how you got to spin shit. But and the last episode was amazing. Whoever said that's wrong. Yeah, it was that. It was that lady over there. Was that, was that, 
It was that lady over there that people have to imagine in their minds. Yeah, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll talk to you when we're done. Madam, put your tits away. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Really? Feverishly fingering yourself during a podcast? This is unheard of. A veritable orgasm puddle pooling. We got a squirter, Chris. Heels. <laughs> this has taken a turn no one could have foreseen. Did you say orgasm puddle? Yes, I believe I may have. Is that like a Lazarus pit? <laughs> I mean, did, was 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 the what was what was the decision uh, on AMC's part to only do six episodes uh, in the beginning? The uh, I guess I can be honest. Um, the the pilot was going to be really expensive, and so instead of risking it with just one episode, they decided that they would risk it with six mm-hmm. because they could spread the cost over six. Yep. So what we essentially did was a six-hour pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that, that's, that's basically what it was. And then, you know, if that was good, then they'd do another season. But it was kind of meant to be like if, it, if it's a massive failure, you'll at least have like a six-episode thing that you could put on DVD as opposed to a pilot, which you couldn't do anything with. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I just remember being at Comic-Con um, and – like so many people were just crowded around the AMC booth watching the, the Walking so Dead cool. trailer. Yeah. Like literally watching it over and over. John and I stood next to each other and watched it like four times in a row. It was a yeah. beautiful moment in our friendship. It really was. <laughs> it was good. He wanted to leave. I was like, one more time. So, more time. so the best thing about that was that uh, we do the panel and they show that for the first time. And they're like, no cell phones. Oh, we got to watch. Oh, no cell phones. Oh, you know, we got to make sure this doesn't get online. And people are talking like, how do we show this at the panel without it getting online? Because we really don't want it to get online. And they're like talking about strategy and figuring things out. And we do the panel and they show it. And I'm like, oh, we hope nobody recorded that. And then I walk from the panel down the aisle by the AMC booth where they are looping it nonstop. <laughs> and there's like five people recording it on their cell phones. And I was like, wow, you guys, what? Like, I don't. Send the walking dead trailer to your friends in a greeting card (laughs) and then it was on YouTube like in five minutes and and for for the next week they were like why is that on YouTube I don't know what's going on I was was looking right after I was looking for a copy of it so bad because I wanted as soon as he went into the tank I wanted to throw ACDC under it (laughs) (laughs) I I have that cut I, I, you know, not, not only did I know that it was going to be amazing just watching it, but I, but I was with uh, Brian Posehn at the time, and I can always tell. You guys were dating? Yeah, yeah, we were seeing each other at the time, uh, and then his wife called it off. Fucking bitch! And then uh, buzzkill. Seriously, can't two men touch cockheads? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, Chris. Seriously, that don't that doesn't make a baby. A hundred dollars, I get to watch. Can't we just? Can't we just slit kiss? But I knew it was I knew it was gonna be good just because Let us uh, truly exchange fluids. <laughs> <laughs> I like in the movie where they poop back and forth. Uh, uh, forever. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but 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 we watch it the first time through and Posein just goes, Fucking awesome! <laughs> and I knew oh. Oh. Yeah. Let me your buddies with Brian. I think I actually met you at Comic Con with Brian. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> now, I feel like maybe you remembered a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. I think about it often. Thank you, Robert Kirkman. <laughs> so uh, you did the six episodes, and I think the, the first episode was, I think it was, wasn't it AMC's highest premiere of any premiere at, yes. at all? It was like, like a, some insane like network level number. I went into the show thinking, like, I don't know how this is going to do, but it would be really nice if it did. 
close to what Mad Men did, you know, because all I really was after was it getting to continue. Like, I didn't really care what the ratings were as long as the ratings, like, were above that level where it gets to go on. So seriously, Uh, just enough of you, watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. Like, you guys can stop watching it now. It's doing fine. But, uh, um... But then it did like three times what Mad Men gets, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is stupid." So, <laughs> no, I mean, like, there, there was a genuine, you know, certainly among among uh, the nerd circles that I, I know, like G Four. Whenever it would come up, people would just be like, "Holy fuck, I can't fucking wait for that for that show." And it doesn't it's even actually, have Christina uh, Hendricks' titties in it. Some, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it does. You just have to look real hard. Yeah, just one <laughs> frame. One frame. But no, it was it was a fun time because the day after it aired, uh, like the vice president of AMC called me, and so I would get like a call from New York, and I always knew that like it was something because no one from New York called me mm-hmm. uh, since I stopped working at Marvel. Like everyone, <laughs> in, everyone in Manhattan doesn't talk to me anymore. New York is but, dead uh, to you. Pretty much. But uh, uh, so he calls and he says, uh, so we did a six. And I was like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Is that good? Like, I don't know. And he was like, that's really good. And I was like, okay. Let me me put this in perspective. Those are SpongeBob numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fucking a huge, like Nickelodeon. Like Nickelodeon is really like the only cable channel that gets those kind of numbers uh, regularly. Yeah, here like iCarly or something is the highest rated like thing. That's as football. it should be. Have you seen it? <laughs> she has a webcam and a lot of sassy friends. The end. Oh my god! I just I get the DVDs, and I think oh, her yeah. parents are dead or something. <laughs> Where are her parents? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they were. Uh, they never existed because of the crack in the universe. <laughs> I think iCarly would make an awesome companion. I would totally just love to hear at the end of one iCarly. The target shows up. Uh, so season two, you guys are working on, but there's. Are you, you're doing twelve next next time, right? Thirteen. You're doing thirteen next yeah. time, right? Yeah. Uh, How did you decide, like, what, when, you were, when you were making the six, did you, did you kind of know, like, well, this is the story we're going to tell in six, or was there more that you wanted to get to, or did you feel like, no, this is just enough? Well, uh, Frank uh, Darabont, who works on the show somewhat, yep. uh, came in and he basically <laughs> mapped out, like, what the six episodes would be and then brought the writers in to flesh everything out. So it was him that was kind of like, you know, it'll be this arc that, you know, gets them to the CDC, and then we'll kind of leave it a little bit ambiguous, you know. Just in case we can continue. Yeah, but, uh, that was all mapped out by him. And how mu- how much influence did I mean, I mean me? I yeah, mapped, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I do this. myself in the third person. I like Shawshank Redemption, but do this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we get it. Red and Andy loved each other. Now we go to the CDC. Uh, all I'm saying is Walking Dead could have used a Morgan Freeman narration. <laughs> we, we Walking tr- through all those dead zombies. The, colo- the colossal prick even Andy. managed to sound magnanimous. I've heard Morgan Freeman before, and that was not a that good Morgan, not Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> it was a good effort, and you said like more words than I would have expected you to say yeah, yeah, based yeah. on how bad the impression was. <laughs> Like, if I start an impression and I'm like, oh, look, I'll do a George Bush. Hi, I'm going to... And then I just stop right there. Like, I just... I, oh, abort! But you were going for it. And that was the night that Robert Cookman put Chris Hardwick in his place. <laughs> Did you say Cookman? Like, what was Quirk. that? I don't know. I was trying, he does that weird... Is that weird affectation. I want you to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, just get, get on YouTube. Listen oh, to, listen saying, to just a to minute of Morgan Freeman and come back. Because I'm sure you could do it. I'm sure you could These do it. Pay- Penguins certainly have a long, <laughs> long-ass motherfucking journey <laughs> as they 
the penguins' orgasm puddles pool on their tiny web feet. Miss Daisy. Miss <laughs> Daisy. Now, I wouldn't say that. Next time I'm hanging out with Morgan and Frank, I'm going to tell them all about this. <laughs> Robert, I thought it was an excellent impersonation. <laughs> You're way off base, kiddo. <laughs> so, season... He doesn't talk to me like that. <laughs> Robert, let me just put it in a little bit. <laughs> if only he would warn if me. If only... <laughs> But that would take all the fun that would take out of it. Of it. <laughs> no. uh, so season two, what, what, what season two? When is when is the can't talk about it? God damn it! No, what do you want to know? What's your question? What? <laughs> I mean, how you know, like, like where where do you go? See, I, 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 refer, I was told like you. Why don't you ask a question about season two? You can, is so, it going to be good? Yeah. I think, oh, cool! Awesome! Can't wait. I think, I think so. I think it'll yeah, be pretty cool. Can't wait! Sounds awesome. <laughs> Question. Did you, we give you enough you, time? Oh, do you get 13 separate checks? <laughs> <laughs> Are they big? If they stopped at 13, I'd be angry. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like the questions you get when you go back home to Kentucky. You know, I go back home to Tennessee and I'm like, so do they pay you with like direct deposit or. Like, why Could you, if you wanted to split like, part of it, they let you watch account? the show? Like, <laughs> hey, can you take a look at this light bulb? I think it's on wrong. <laughs> They, they actually still think you work at that guys, Kentucky Lightning Pictures. <laughs> okay. quit, quit making fun of Kentucky, guys. Come on. I'm from, I'm, I'm from there. I, can, I, I can didn't be. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this is over, we'll talk about Kentucky for an hour. But for now, that's boring. So let's just Well, Robert, they call it the bluegrass state. <laughs> Oh. The Kentucky Derby. <laughs> um, so, see, is season two, what you want it to be? Like, are you? Are you? You, you must have enough input on the show. I mean, point. I'm in the room full time at this point. So when they say ideas that I don't like, I craftily go, "Well, it might be better if we do." That's my Morgan Freeman. That is- <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no, I mean, I, I think season two is is going to be awesome. I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, season one was great, but I think season two is going to be just a little bit better. I think yeah. that uh, you know we got 13 episodes, so we can do a lot more story. Uh, we're going to be dealing with uh, Herschel's farm and uh, a lot of that stuff from nice. the book. But, uh, but we got to get laser zombies in there. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a give and a take. If you want to make a movie, you got to get your laser zombies <laughs> no, in there. No, no, Robert, please don't. But, no, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really frustrating. No, I'm sorry. We're doing it. But uh, uh, it's really frustrating because I want to like just go, oh, yeah, we're doing this. And oh, and you wouldn't believe it. Just wait until this happens. But I can't say anything. Yeah. So. What is, can you do? Is it uh, now, when you're making the first season? There's obviously there's probably uh, this sort of vibe of like like you said like well we don't know if this is gonna go you know and now you must have a certain comfort level. Do you feel like there's a that you do you feel like it's gonna, gonna affect the writing in, in any sense that you're a lot more you know comfortable now with what you're doing? I mean to a certain extent I think there is you know it's it, we know that what was in the first season worked you yeah. know because it was successful so we kind of know you know what's I don't know. We got like a path or something we can follow. I try not to take anything for granted, though. Like I know that the show could tank, so it's like <laughs> I, you know. I feel like we got to. I don't want to coast, you know. I don't think anybody is like. We're trying to make it good, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody's going. Well, it doesn't matter what we do. The ratings are going to be good. You yeah. Know? So uh, uh, you know, we're trying to get the ratings to double. 
I think it's. I mean, I definitely think because it's it's not coming on to the fall, right? Or triple. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So people, I think the the suspense of people just like. I think it's going to be huge this year, the yeah. second season. I think it's going to be way, way, way huge. Is it, uh, is it going to continue to kind of uh, differentiate from the uh, comic book but still like, come back to similar elements? Yeah, I mean, one particular thing I can talk about is, you know, we'll be doing the Herschel's Farm storyline, but if you watch the first season, you know that Shane didn't die. So yeah. we're going to be adapting a lot of stuff from the comic, but in the comic book, Shane didn't even exist. Like, he never interacted with those characters. He was never on Herschel's Farm. So just by throwing him in the mix, there's like going be a back lot in of, time. Yeah, it's like going it's to an alternate dimension. Life, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a B storyline. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who's going to be there? It's going to be. Oh my God, I can't wait! Yeah. It's like in Star Trek when Spock goes back in time and then Vulcan blows up. <laughs> well, the zombies on Doctor Who were these gas creatures who were trapped in a rift. <laughs> uh, now say it is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Don't really. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. I just need to, for the listening audience, Chris looked wistfully to his left before he was going to start his Morgan Freeman. Let's just think for a second. Um, Bring it down. Um, uh, do you uh, do you find that uh, you you're used to writing on you're used to writing on your own when you're writing the comic? I, yes. I would imagine. So now now that you're collaborating with a whole group of people, like how do, how do you feel? Does that change the process? It's a lot of fun. It's kind of, I, I call it writing with a safety net. Yeah. You know, because I can just. In the comic, I kind of have to edit myself to a little, to you know, to some extent. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, that'd be cool. Let's do that, you know. And it's very quick, you know. Like, oh, I'm going to do this, and we'll do this. It'll lead to this, and then I'm done. Uh, and then in TV, you know, you say, I think they should go in this door, and then someone's like, I don't know, maybe they should go through a window, and then someone else is like, Well, I think they should go through a window fast. I think they should do it slow, and then it goes around the room for like two hours, and then you kind of come go to through an the door on like what they, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of cool. So I get to like throw out ideas that I would rule out very quickly on the comic. Like, what if this guy just blew this guy's head off? And then we get to talk about that. And sometimes it leads to something cool. So it's a, it's a fun process. Sometimes it feels like we're talking about ideas until they bore me. Mm-hmm. You know, because in comics I'm like, ah, let's do it. And I'm moving on. And, and it's, a, you know, it's a fun, spontaneous, quick process. But I do, I do like TV writing quite a bit because you do kind of get the sense that you know, everybody is helping shape an idea. And you're kind of tempering the idea into something that's really like, well-worn and I'm trying to make it sound sexy. But, no, I, uh, no, I totally, I totally yeah. understand. There's, there's much more of a creative process that's involved. Yeah. It's in like rich Corinthian leather. It's like, it's like tempered steel. God damn it, if you're going to say, you have to say rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> I fucking tell you that all the time. You can't just go rich Corinthian leather. He does. Yeah, he listen does. to this guy. What the hell? Yeah, seriously. Um, say I'm not like shitting my Freeman. pants for you later. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it, Matt. That ship has sailed. <laughs> How do you feel like what like because essentially the TV show and the and the and the, and the, and the comic series are two fairly unique entities um, mm-hmm. from one another. So in your mind, like how how do you view them uh, sort of in in, in well, I, it's fun because if you look at the first six episodes and then you look at the first six issues, there's a tremendous amount of similarity. Like there's a lot of things that are different in the show, but they they follow you know in line pretty pretty closely uh, at a lot of times, but. I'm on issue 80-something. I don't even know. And uh, I've gone so far past what they're doing in the show that it, it does feel completely different to me. Like, people ask me, you know, oh, does the show affect your writing? And it really doesn't just because the Rick Grimes that I'm writing in Walking Dead now has been through so much and changed so much that the one in the TV show is nothing like him, even though he's kind of like the one in the comic seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I go back to write the TV show, sometimes I'm... 
you know, like, oh, Rick Grimes wouldn't say that yet. Or, you know, that's not the kind of thing he would do yet. So I kind of have to, like, you know, think about that. Does it feel like... going to go through a lot of fucking shit on the TV yeah. show. Yeah, sometimes I just look at Andrew Lincoln and I'm like... Mm. <laughs> does, it, does it feel sometimes like you have a, a second chance to, like, change some things that you might have not been happy with completely? Yeah, to a certain extent. I can, like, every day... I, I'm trying to... I can't... I don't know if I can say this. Damn it. I'll do it anyway. I'll do it anyway. Says the so random like, audience. So like sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm in the room and they're like, I can't wait till we get to cut Andrew Lincoln's hand off. That's going to be awesome. And I'm like, mm, he oh. can't even button a shirt. I, 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 I didn't think that through. It's a big problem. I'm constantly writing scenes and having to rewrite them because I write it with two hands. And it's hard. It's so hard. So, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I, shouldn't, was, I shouldn't have said that. It's fine. Um, Does anyone was, listen to this? No. no. It's, no. The least, it's the least rated. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what was your decision on picking the uh, Romero-style zombie uh, for the type of zombie you used? In well, I mean, it's not completely the Romero-style zombie because they eat animals, and that was something that Romero wasn't doing at the time. But I, I basically just that, wanted to... Yeah. yeah. What was that, a cell phone? That's a, <laughs> Romero's here. <laughs> That's a Romero alarm. Yeah. Are you talking about me? Yeah. He's out of the pen. What? That's not what he talks like at all. I don't know. I don't know. He, picked a, he kept an accent. I just came off my fine Corinthian leather. <laughs> I, think if you had, I think if you had done your Morgan Freeman, you would have sounded yeah. more like George yeah. Romero. <laughs> me and Fulci were just hanging out. At... George Morgan. <laughs> the two of them talking. Was that, it sounded like Scrooge McDuck at the end. <laughs> just a little bit. Um... <laughs> Only he can swim in his money. Uh, can you say, oh no, my lucky dime? <laughs> um, but, I suck. Uh, <laughs> you're handling this really well. Nah, it's fun. I love, you know what, what's fun, what's fun is that, uh, what's fun about having you on as a guest is that it, it like, it's like, a, it's like a steeplechase. I'm like, oh my God, is he going to insult me or give me a real answer? I love it. Like, it's a fun, I don't know, I love it. It's a lot of fun. Keeps, keeps me on my toes. I, I'm really not that funny, I'm just mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I think I was. Kinda, he's kind of <laughs> taking my spot as the yeah. asshole. On yeah, the Jonah, Jonah, Jonah pecks down on Matt, so you can peck down on Jonah, and then Jonah will peck. Don't down I, on can't, I can't. I still have no one. I can't take what I dish. Am I supposed to know these guys' names? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> You know when you uh, like you're a really big fan of a band, and then you meet like one of the guys in the band, and then they're a total asshole, and you're like, I don't think I can listen to those records the same way. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I don't do music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an analogy, Robert. Zombies are like music. <laughs> I want I haven't read Marvel Zombies yet, and I really want to because we had we had well, a. No, I'm really just joking. I no, I know. Okay. So is Jonah. So am I. I'm not. This isn't even real. We're not even recording this. I'm not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, George Romero. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about what we were talking about. Like, is it, you just going to murder me after this? <laughs> it's all, it's you. all a ploy. You're going to shit first. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Come That's... back from the dead now, motherfucker! Yeah. Bam. <laughs> um, we're 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 kind of debating like who who would be the best uh, superhero to be in in a zombie in a zombie attack, and we determined that we thought Iron Man would have a pretty good shot. And then someone on Twitter was like, "Oh, you didn't read Marvel Zombies, did you?" And I was like, "No." I, 
<laughs> what happened to Iron Man in Marvel Zombies? I don't remember. I don't know. That's just what someone Apparently said. Apparently they said he just, it didn't work out for him. He got overwhelmed uh, by a horde and got torn apart. Why? He could just hover. Yeah, that's a, I think it's Dude. less of a testament to the Iron Man suit they, more to fucking Tony Stark. He's probably drinking. He probably was drinking, yeah. 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 Uh, probably yeah. salted pepper and uh, regretted it later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, uh, there's, we're, we're going to open up the floor to Q&A in just a second. So, if you guys so have, get ready. So if you guys have some questions. Um, there's, there's one special. I'm waiting for your question. There's, <laughs> there's one special uh, Robert Kirkman fan out there that I had an email exchange with today. And he said, you know, is, is all right if I come to the show today? And I said, you know what? You're a good guy. I think maybe you should come to the show. So if it's okay, I'd like to uh, bring a surprise guest up on the show. Uh, my uh, friend... I don't, I don't approve this. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> scratch it. Scratch the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's okay, I'd love to bring my friend, uh, my young friend, little Damon Lindelof is here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's right there. Hey, Jonah, scoot over. Scoot over. Yeah, yeah, screw, yeah everyone, everyone screws down one. <laughs> Jonah and Matt, the two biggest guys, share one chair. <laughs> Matt, you're always bitching about it hurts when you stand when you sit down anyway. Should get those, should get those looked at, dude. Is this not working now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Oh, okay. This is so exciting. I got so excited when... when I know it's so nice! You guys... Nerd World's colliding. I've never met him before. No. <laughs> we've been emailing for a long time, actually. It's, uh, what are you wearing? It's the first time we've ever... <laughs> what are you, so name-dropping, Damon? You, like, acting, like, acting like you know me? A little, little starstruck. <laughs> you guys have met You guys have met a bunch of times. Why'd you do this when you said that? I was, I was oh, hoping it would met. start a chain. Yeah. I was hoping it would start a chain. Yeah. We've met... <laughs> <laughs> you guys never played pinwheel? That's Describe where, that. Well, one, one of us gets in the middle. <laughs> you guys have never played Okie Cookie? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> You'll find one eventually. <laughs> so you guys have, you guys have actually met, met yeah. before. Yes. Um, have you ever worked I tried to tie in my Ultimate X-Men run to his uh, Wolverine uh, Hulk miniseries. Holy shit. So, yeah, but it so took yeah, me seven years bit. to write it. It's funny because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because my first issue tied in like heavily. It was like explaining Wolverine leaving and where he was going and all that stuff. And then my run was over by the time his finished. So. <laughs> yes, years and years and years. I, I, I shouldn't have brought that up, right? No, you should have. You should have. I love. As I recall, that's why we started talking. Because this is so the that's venue why where I people... It up. Yeah. I do feel bad, though. I shouldn't have said anything. I'll stop. Him. I'm no, very it's sorry. A, it's, it's, I like Star Trek. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. To, oh, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Sorry. Thanks. No. Lost was all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No. What? He's been insulting me the whole time. No, it was too. good. There was uh, room for improvement, but um, it was it was nice having a marginally friendly relationship with you. Right. I'm if, sorry. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'd like to enjoy, continue in, in, to enjoy the marginally friendly relationship. But if it gets hostile, I'm willing to roll with that too. As long as, <laughs> as, long as we can talk about shitting some more. That, <laughs> that seemed like it was a lot of fun. Guys, we're gonna let them figure it out. We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> oh no, the podcast audience is not getting the benefit of seeing me do the Chuck Woolery two and two hand motion. Nor are most of our listeners understanding who Chuck Woolery is. <laughs> Well, kids know who Chuck Woolery is. What are they teaching them in school these days? The ultimate. The ultimate game show host. I actually um, I want to ask Robert a question um, as a fan, which is, 
from from your perspective, because this this obviously came a lot, and the longer a television show goes on, the the, the uh, deeper the fans get entrenched in it. And I'm a huge fan of uh, Walking Dead comic book, as you know, and now the TV series. But I've never been in a situation before where canon was um, was there were there were basically two canons. So this idea of that, that the guys are talking about. So so the idea of how how do, how do you what's the real one? What's the um, uh, oh, oh the comic book is the real one. Okay, <laughs> I just just wanted to be able to keep that straight. <laughs> Thanks very much. It is the, tel- the television is merely an alternate dimension. Wait, are you just now running into problems with canon, Mister Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> now I'll give you a hundred bucks. Shit, please. <laughs> yeah, the the way that I've uh, traditionally dealt with canon is time travel, and that's uh, the way to do it. What's what's um what's amazing about The Walking Dead, I think, both as a both as a comic um and as a TV show, is it's sort of stealth genre. Like it, d- it doesn't feel like genre. Yeah. My wife will my wife will actually sort of float through the room while I'm watching Walking Dead, and she'll be like, "What is this show? This is really cool." And then. You know, there there were entire episodes with minimal or zero um, sort of uh, zombie scenes, or they'd be talking about the walkers, or you, but you could get very deep into it. And it just it's so that was what was so great about the book was it just it, it felt like that was their condition of living, but that's not what it's about. So you know, I I, I think that that idea of living in a real space and there there are, uh, there aren't uh, as great as they'd be. La- laser-eyed zombies. <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of the book is so grounded in that in that reality. And you know, n- now I can uh, say to you in person what I've what I've always said, um, you know, amongst my peers, which is The Walking Dead was was a huge inspiration for Lost for a lot of us uh, who wrote the wrote the show. We're reading it, and I think ju- a that sort of sense of um, character-based reality, the idea that you didn't have to lean so heavily on genre, but also this um, the, the ability to, to um, kill characters off in sort of very shocking ways where it never felt gratuitous, but the, the, the sort of idea of, like, I remember, uh, I'm assuming everybody here has read the book, but, but you know, uh, in the culmination of the, the prison sequence, oh. Lori is basically, she's got a baby in her arms, so you're like, safe. <laughs> maybe she, maybe she takes a maybe she takes a bullet, but the baby's safe. <laughs> the one thing that he absolutely will not do is kill her and the baby. <laughs> That's not going to happen. He's only a really sick fuck. Because <laughs> Rob, Robert's a father, you know. <laughs> That's what I but, said when I was watching Star Trek. I was like, Vulcan's fine. Vulcan's fine. Oh, yeah. there you, go. you sons of bitches. But it's. <laughs> But it's but it's Vulcan. It's Vulcan. Yeah. There were babies on that planet. <laughs> Baby killers unite! <laughs> if there's one thing I hate, it's logical babies. <laughs> they just they can. You don't want a baby that can reason with you. Smug babies. <laughs> you know what? I uh, will continue to breastfeed you for another couple of years. Logical <laughs> step. <laughs> I do feel like that Vulcans would breastfeed for like nine years. For I feel sure. like that. I don't know. I just get they that do. It's a, it's a part upon far. <laughs> this is like the only room in LA that gets that joke. Well, it'd be every seven years then. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Thanks for taking us to Pone Far School. <laughs> Seriously, kick ass. No, it is. It is. You know, like, and, and the the show is. 
literally the most real, and I'm not as much of an expert on zombies as Jonas, but I will say I've, I've certainly seen my share of zombie epics, and it is the most realistic depiction of, of what I think a zombie outbreak would be, and it, just in the sense that, I don't know, it, it, I, don't know, I, don't know I don't know exactly how to put it into any more words, and it just feels like that's fucking what would happen. That is exactly what would happen. So thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, then you stop and think, Rick's still alive? What? And then it gets to be kind of unrealistic. Yeah. He's only got one hand. <laughs> but he can't even button a shirt. <laughs> Who's that shirtless guy walking uh. around? But yeah, I mean, it was, it was very important to me starting out that the zombies existing is the only thing that's, you know, not realistic in, mm-hmm. the, in the comic book. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was one of the fun things about, like, turning down people that wanted to do movies. One of the offers was, uh, you know, we've got this really great idea. When, when the humans are bit by zombies, uh, they can eat human flesh, and it keeps them from turning into a zombie. And what I was the like, fuck is that? What? Yeah, and I was like, wait, so you're going to make all the characters cannibals? Like, no one's going to watch that. So, so, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, stuff like that where it's like, you know, that, that goes against the core of The Walking Dead. You obviously don't get it. You don't get to do the show. So. Are, you, are, you, are you the type of person that you're like, you know, fuck it, if I, can't, if I couldn't have done this the way that I want to do it, I wouldn't have done it at all? Like, would Pretty you, much. Would you mean, have been content I, just to live I, in Kentucky and keep yeah, riding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know any better. Yeah. But uh, the... Uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm from there. Did I tell you? Uh, where? In Louisville. Well, you took it too far. Shit. But... Uh, um, yeah, I, I turned down a bunch of offers. I mean, the, the the comic book was successful. I was, like I said, I, all I wanted to do was pay my mortgage. So that was covered. I didn't really care anything past that. So yeah. anytime somebody came to me with something crazy, I would just say, mm, you know, not, not going to happen. And then half the time it would fall apart before it even get to that point. So that was convenient, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and, and, and then when Frank came along, um, you know, we had one conversation where he was just, you know, telling me everything I wanted to hear and, you know, got the book from the get-go and was saying, oh, you know, I really like it because it's about the characters and the zombies are really just a backdrop. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that's exactly what we need. So, and then him coming from, you know, the, the material that he had done, you know, the, the guy that had done Shawshank Redemption and Green Mile, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wanting to do a zombie thing. You know, like I didn't even know he was a genre guy. Like, I hadn't been to his house yet and seen his giant <laughs> lawgiver statue that's in his courtyard. Oh, wow. Uh, he actually has a giant full size lawgiver statue in his courtyard which I plan to steal one day <laughs> but, um, but yeah and his house is covered in Bernie Wrights and art and you know it's a wonder the guy ever has sex if I was a woman and they brought him <laughs> into the house I'd be like what? he's, a, he's, no. a, he's a director though so he that's gets true, yeah, that's yeah. true that's uh, yeah, true let's fuck on this pile of money okay <laughs> am I fucking you or the money? it doesn't matter <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank I'll shit for a hundred dollars I will just let me in your house <laughs> Uh, when is, are we going to see an Invincible television show? I mean, everyone, I mean, people must be, you know, it's just like the thing that happens in Hollywood. Like, you have a successful property, and then so everyone else just like, they almost become like zombies. So what can we tear away from Robert yeah, Kirkman uh, Damon and I are going to do an Invincible movie. Oh. Yes, we are. This is happening. Please happen. Oh, shit. We were doing it, uh, we were doing it in the green room. We were doing it in the green room, but we're also going to do an Invincible movie. (laughs) I walked in, it was awkward. Exactly. A little strange. No, I'm never going to do anything with Invincible. No? No. Whoa. Well, a bunch of booze and one guy. That's good. (laughs) 
Which, raise your hand. Which one was that? Okay. Sir, uh, come, I, come up here for a sec. I, I was joking. I was joking. No, I, you know, there's a, what's my stock answer? There's a lot of answers. People are always talking about stuff. Nothing's materialized yet. Okay. Wow, that was that a good, cool stock answer. Do you like that? Yeah. This, I think this is a good time to open it up to questions, if uh, people have questions in the audience. Uh, uh, right here, Nick, what's, what's your question? Uh, I was wondering if you guys could talk about your zombie apocalypse plan, if you have one. I hope you have one, but <laughs> what, what, what's, what would you do? I've done this in other interviews, and so I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it is the truth. Uh, I would hang myself. <laughs> I, I, I would either I would hang myself or I would jump off a building. But how are you gonna get the rope with all the zombies around? <laughs> you know, like I don't, I, I don't want to be like, oh, I write The Walking Dead, so I'd know what to do. I'd get a machete and I'd come over here and I'd get this. No, it would suck. Like even if I lasted for a month, it would just this be miserable. You just go in the so, chest and pull out your emergency noose. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, in your kit. It's in your earthquake kit. Um, <laughs> I would set my wife and kids on fire and then I would kill myself. Yeah. Like I, it would be better than living a month in that world. Like it's just not, no, no. Jonah thinks about nothing but this. Go. So, so go. Are you going to be like, I'd get a chainsaw? No, a chainsaw then... would make too much noise. Why would you get a chainsaw? Yeah. Fucking, how about some flares and just walking around? Um, no, you don't get a chainsaw. Um, <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Human right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I would, uh, uh, wait, what was that? Marinade and barbecue sauce. sauce. Exactly. Yeah. They don't fucking care about barbecue. They don't have a palate for, uh, this guy needs some tapatio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this guy needs, I'd rather have Cholula, but, um, I would, uh, I would immediately, uh, uh, I would, I, I've been pricing out, uh, samurai swords, on <laughs> online and, uh, I would have that. I would go and I would, uh, steal a, uh, kind of a, more of an all-terrain vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would just, uh, head up north to a less populated area and stop at a, uh, hopefully like a, like a Home Depot or, uh, Walmart and then just kind of find a place secluded in the woods, uh, but with like a lot of visibility Kind of maybe uh, up on a hill. I, you, you would be alone and miserable thinking about all of your friends who had died until a survivor came and <laughs> raped you. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. But, like, that's... I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's the reality. Like, you the, the walking Well, The Walking Dead is, like, a happy version of what would actually happen. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah. That's... I'd be done. What I would think, you do, Damon? I think, personally, I would become a zombie because just, just to kind of be, like, I'm an early adopter of this... <laughs> but, if, if, you know, so everyone's trying to save their lives. If Ashton fucking Kutcher can have six million Twitter followers, <laughs> I want to. I want to be a zombie on the ground level. It, it, it doesn't. On this. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's that miserable so, of an existence compared got, compared to hanging and rape. Right. I'm like, what I can fucking. I get to wander I, around. I don't have a job. Yeah. You know. I don't have to, you know. And some, uh, some survivors would be going by be like, oh, check it out, dude. He's like old school zombie. <laughs> so, totally. So He's like, cool. I, I'm, I'm originally, you get the first pick of, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, there's got to be some kind Yo, of pecking Yo, does that order. zombie have the first gen iPhone? Uh, <laughs> uh, how's Lindelof doing? He's, he's doing, he's got this zombie startup. It's really good. Yeah. It's really, it's really with Jonas play, my fear of going up north is if Sasquatch is real and he does become a zombie, you're fucked. 
True. Sasquatch zombie. If, wait, Sasquatch is around? I retract my answer. I'd go hang out with Sasquatch. All right. <laughs> and then hang yourself. Yeah. While We'd he hang each other together. Yeah, right. yeah. While Sasquatch And masturbate you. each other while we were hanging. And I couldn't resist. Wait, you're masturbating each other? <laughs> Isn't that how you do it? Yeah. <laughs> you I don't know what Sasquatch is into, man. Uh, Help me out. $100 to any struggling artist in the crowd who will draw me that picture. <laughs> One thousand dollars. And then you get Kirkman and Sasquatch yeah. masturbating each other with <laughs> nooses around their necks. You're gonna, you're gonna get two thousand dollars. Can I, can I add, can I add that, can I add that, I want to add that Sasquatch is jerking him off with his, his ape foot. Like that's what I want. <laughs> My big toe's opposable. You're making me erect. What are you, what are you doing? He'd tear it right off. I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a, I don't know if I have a zombie plan. I I, I kind of feel like I'd be like you, like nah, fuck this. This we're gonna lose. Like yeah. there's no, we might as well just. just yeah, but getting up. jerked off by a Sasquatch foot feels sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? Right? Me regret becoming zombie. Me could be in Sasquatch jerk off heaven right now. Because zombies talk like cavemen from cartoons. Uh, I don't think cavemen talked like that, Jonah. <laughs> Oh shit! Nerd deflection. Pew, pew, pew. We've all seen Caveman Lawyer. We know. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm just a simple caveman. Thought <laughs> <laughs> out. Yes, you sir. You got to come up though, so the microphone picks you up because we're podcasting this. What? Uh, yeah. Awkward. Yep. Awkward. Here he you comes. You mean when I offered? What is your name, sir? My name is Sean. Uh, I just want a clarification. That's your canned answer from previous. Uh, Interviews? I believe that appeared in TV Guide. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Shots I just want to know, if it, if it wasn't a zombie apocalypse, what apocalypse would you do in a comic book? Or was that just exclusively the only one? Uh, you know, if, uh, uh, if Walking Dead ever ended, I would wait a couple years and then just do The Walking Dead again and have it be like an alien invasion or something. <laughs> <laughs> or Sasquatch. Or it could Sasquatch be Sasquatch invasion. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm in a rut. I'll just repeat myself. I mean, it'll just be you know. <laughs> Maybe their the DNA. Sun. And you're just, just going to replace all the zombies with like your shitty pictures of uh, aliens, right? Just yeah. over yeah. the actual. <laughs> <comic book. laughs> you can see yeah. the tape. Look at issue ten, and people will be like, "That this story really is following yeah. the same yeah. thing." Just put, just put that bad that, that bad fifties glass bubble around their head. Basement. Do you feel was your uh, question suitably answered? That's a cool okay, strong great. bad shirt. Thank you. Yeah, strong bad there. Strong bad. Uh, yes, Woo. sir. What's your name? I'm oh, Dan. How you doing? Hey, I had a question for you. When you started the whole comic book, did you have an end in mind as well, or just a beginning? Uh, you know, um, it started. Be careful. Out. Be careful. <laughs> we had it all planned from for the, the beginning. This is future Damon. <laughs> Do not fucking answer that question. <laughs> I choose not to comment because my answer would uh, uh, incriminate me. <laughs> but your, your idea was to just keep it going, right? Yeah, the idea was that it was the zombie movie that never ends, and so I, always I didn't start with an Star ending Wars in movies. mind. <laughs> <laughs> and do you ever feel like, so, do you feel like someday if you get tired of it, do you feel like you'll write an ending or just stop doing it? I want to keep going until the book sucks. <laughs> so I want to I get those letters like, oh, you should have stopped 10 years ago, dude. It was so good. 
you're fat Elvis now. What are you doing? <laughs> um, you should end it but, with them uh, flying off in a helicopter. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> We're almost out of gas. I, mean, I, I have kind of like an ending that I've worked out that I think would be pretty cool, but like it's not, I mean, it's one of those things where like it would take me a long time to work towards it, and so I'm yeah. not really doing that yet. So, yeah. but I would like to end the book at some point eventually, but it'll be like decades from now. It's a long time. Well, number 14 is coming out pretty soon, correct? 14. Did you say trades? Volume 14. Oh, yeah, volume 14. Yeah. I, you were touching Super Dinosaur, and I was like, No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I, I was just 14. That was my own I, I, moment. Yeah. 14. Oh. No, keep, do, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Super dinosaur. Oh, who's a super dinosaur? Okay. You're a super dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, they're tiny little hands. That book is for children. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, um, <laughs> yes, uh, volume 14 comes out in a, a few weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, so this is something. I, mean, I won't be happy until we get to volume one hundred. Yeah. Holy shit. One hundred trades. Wouldn't wow. that look ridiculous? And then I would sell a Walking Dead bookshelf. Yes. <laughs> like like, like the one that's up here on stage. Only, it's yeah. like he's printing money. <laughs> it's like a giant corn on the cob with Walking Dead. Who? Uh, any other? Yes, ma'am. Come, come up. Come forward and be heard with the tribunal. What is your name? Amber. Hey! <laughs> Sweet. Um, uh, I didn't know there were ladies here. We were talking about Sasquatch jerking people off with his foot. Like, I, I feel really bad. Okay. Yeah, Sasquatch, dude, Sasquatch cool. can totally finger bang too. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I have a two-part question. Sort of point off. out that Damon is still here and he's enjoying this just for his reputation. Yes. This, is, this was all his idea. That's exactly. He right. wrote these jokes before we came out. <laughs> I wish. Um, first off, to answer the angel's question, can zombies climb? Oh. I think uh, not really. Maybe like up one step, or like maybe they could get halfway up something, but they just don't have the. At least in Walking Dead, yeah. like they can't really do much. They can kind of accidentally do. I mean, they're in there. Uh, what they're trying to do is just get. If they're just going for what they want, they'll eventually figure out a way to like grasp on and move forward. As if that's you know. Just... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> there is a zombie that bugs me. Like, uh, if I could just point out a mistake, because it's fun. Uh, in episode two of the Walking Dead series, there's a zombie that like totally scales a fence, yeah. oh, and you're yeah. like, "What are you doing? They're gonna be in a prison in like ten episodes with a fence around it. Like, what? Don't let that guy do that." But, uh, Early adopters, <laughs> they've still got the skill set. Just saying. <laughs> um, and secondly, as an aspiring writer and comic book writer, how do I go about getting an illustrator? Uh, trickery and deceit. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. How do you? How do? So in in the early in the early days before you know like how how did you find? How do you? Find I lucked things? out in that I met Tony Moore in the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and so after we graduated, he was hot too. After we, <laughs> still is oddly enough, uh, we Sasquatch it sometimes. All right. But uh, that's the anyway. new, that's the new thing for jerking. Hey, David, can I get feet? a high five on the Sasquatching? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I basically like went to him and was like, "Hey, uh, let's do this comic called Battle Pope. Like, what up?" And uh, 
you know, I was able to produce a comic book with a friend of mine, and because I had gotten Battle Pope published, when I went to people online and I was like, hey, I've got this thing called Science Dog, it'd be fun to do, or oh, Tech Jacket, let's do this, uh, people knew that I had gotten something published, and so I seemed somewhat legit, despite not being legit at all, and, uh, you know, they trusted me, and I was able to, to, to do that, and, you know, people kind of would agree to do books with me. Uh, but it's very hard if you haven't done that because there's hundreds of people that are contacting artists that are on like DeviantArt and different websites all the time going, hey, you want to do a book with me? And you don't know who that guy is. And a lot of times artists get screwed where people are like, oh, let's do a book together and I'll pay you or I won't pay you or I won't get you a script or I'll you know not call you anymore after I get pages. And so people are a little squirrely, so it's very difficult. And so I would advise trickery and deceit. <laughs> do both of those. Good. Excellent. All right, then. You're a bad person. Thank you, Amber. Sounds great. Hey. Anyone else? Yes, there's a young lady over there. While you give her the mic, uh, down at Comic-Con and other cons, there's um, like sort of in in the... You you suddenly find yourself in this sort of dark area called Artist Alley, where there yes. where there are a lot of sort of lonely people who are like British prostitutes from Jack the Ripper. Sort of like, ah, yeah, draw you draw your picture, governor. Yeah. So if you walked up to them, Amber, and and said, I have an idea. It's possible that 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 uh, you know that uh, you can just meet them in the flesh and and, and talk there too. Oh, I love that idea. They're just yeah. like dressed up in a Victorian dress. Yeah, like, sure. Fancy a writer. <laughs> Wear something low cut. You're in. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, it, it feels like it, it feels like that, like Artist Alley, that whole thing is such a small part of San Diego Comic Con now. Like, I was just in New York and I went to a Wizard a Wizard World, and it, that's all it was. That's all it was. Just comic book people and artists and people selling. Like there was, n- you know, there was no like a con with just comic book people. Crazy! What is oh. that all about? Barf! It was really interesting. If I can't watch a clip of Twilight, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what is your name? Um, Izzy. Hi, Izzy. Hi. What uh, what's your question? Um, in response to your mutual masturbation Sasquatch party. <laughs> <laughs> She drew it! Oh! 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 My (laughs) sin! They hung themselves! Let me see it. $1,000. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Robert Kirkman Sasquatching! Oh, God. Are they hanging? They're hanging. Wow. Wow. You have to sign it. I, I, can't, I can't tell which one is Sasquatch and which one is me. <laughs> at, at first, when you, when you lifted that up, I said, oh, shit, I have to write a check for $1,000. But then Mother's Day gift. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day Perfect. gift. Here, do you want to sign it? This is fantastic. Wow. I, I will do it. That... You know, I, I, you know, I'm going to take a picture of this so I can post it on the, the website. My, my favorite thing about it is that... Sa- now, Kirkman seems bored, but Sasquatch is really into it. <laughs> Look, a- after a few times with Sasquatch, it gets a little old. I would, That's like, all to, I'm I would like to the point out that... The gone, Robert. Robert you got to keep uh, it fresh. you got to go to a different cave or like just fucking tear it up. Robert has a Sasquatch-sized penis. <laughs> That is true. Good on you, buddy. Right. Now, wait a minute. Going. Is this like the Alpha Flight Sasquatch? <laughs> or, or like the sa- or, or the Sasquatch of myth? <laughs> this is, here, i got to take a picture oh of this because I have to post this. Twitpic. 
Uh, this is a total, this is a total twit pick. Yeah, and then to people who aren't, who have not listened to the podcast, like, why is Robert Kirkman post it? Off? Post it now until you'll get it in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll start leaving clues yeah. for the podcast. Get your money ready, Damon. <laughs> You've got a new canned response to uh, the apocalypse question. <laughs> Take that, TV guide. <laughs> What's coming up on Bones next year? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll be jerking Sasquatch off in a cave. Yeah. I'm sorry? Um, I am totally going to answer that question that way next time I'm asked, and, and they, they probably won't print it. Um, I just wanted to ask, because I, I want to be a comic book artist, too. So, like, when you were looking at people, were you like, oh... Amber! There you go. Yeah, look, comic look, book artist, this is how you find them. You come to a fucking podcast. <laughs> Cut to, cut to six months later when Sasquatch and Kirkman jerking off number one comes yeah. out. <laughs> By the way, I give you the rights to my likeness. Okay. Um, That's it. That's it. That's all it takes. Did you, when, you pick, um, when you pick artists, do you just like have them give you like a portfolio of what the story is? Or they just can they give you a random portfolio? Or do you... A lot of, for people specifically. Or? I would write, yeah, I would like stalk people online until I oh. found pages by them because you really want to see like story pages and stuff like that. And okay. uh, I wouldn't really ask people to do test pages just because I could usually tell if they were good or not just by okay. seeing stuff that they had already posted online. Okay. So I would just recommend. I mean, what I would do honestly is I would uh, I would draw up you know a bunch of pictures. Um, even like uh, like your favorite comics, mostly like image stuff or dark horse stuff, like stuff where they actually print pinups from time to time. And I would just draw pinups for the books. I found uh, Jason Howard did an invincible pinup, and then like a year later, we were doing Astounding Wolfman. So you would just you just send them a piece of art and go, "Hey, I did this pinup for you," and they might print it, they might not, but they'll look at your art. And uh, I followed Jason's uh, website that was in his email back to his website, where he I followed his email back to his website and saw a bunch of pages that he had drawn. And I had this cool invincible drawing, and you know, I started working with him based on that. So I, I, that's what I would recommend. All right, thank you so much. I also, Mimi, uh, I love your girls in corpses shirt. Is that I, is that is that the is that the weird porn fetish site where? Yeah, I met the Greg Corpse, and he's really nice. Yeah, he has. <laughs> did you that. did you get out alive? Yeah, I, I mean, I, here I am. <laughs> no, I'm a zombie. Actually, I came. To, yeah, no, you're talking. That was a dumb though. question. Yeah. You, you yeah. got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad. But I now I know how that guy feels. I don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Chad. Chad Hardwick. <laughs> um, I got it at Monster Palooza. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw I saw their booth at AEE, the uh, the Adult Entertainment Expo. Um, it was a little. Super friendly though. He asked me how old I was first before he took like pictures. Gross. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He asked you how old you were before he took pictures. No, I mean, what? Like, to, like, what kind of the... what kind of pictures did he take? <laughs> um, was it the fifty-year-old name? By the way, maybe I do have a book you could draw. No, he just—I uh, bought the shirt and I was like, "It's cool." And he's like, "Can you model it for me?" And he was like, "Wait, how old are you first? And I was like, oh, "I'm 19." And he's like, "Okay, good, good." I totally legit. <laughs> did he look at your ID or did he just go, "Oh, good, good." Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll work. With good that. enough for me. <laughs> it was good enough for him. So. That's awesome. So, so besides the barely legal websites you're on, um, is, uh, is there another? Just is there? Is there? Do you actually have a site now that people listening to the podcast could go see your art? Uh, no, I, I have a Tumblr that's mostly full of stupid crap. But. Get, get, <laughs> hey, uh, get your shit. Together. Our audience is totally into stupid crap. It's perfect. 
Sketchwork that was filled, and I was just kind of chucking that at people. I've been trying to do that discreetly, but I mean, like if I hear people are working for companies, I'm like, whoa, and I throw my sketchbook sometimes. But <laughs> well, I will say that you, you, you handed me a zombie drawing before yeah. this started, and uh, it was actually really good, so oh, you should get a website together. Are you hear that? Robert Kirby says you get a website together. Vivi, Vivi, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I know it doesn't feel like it, but this internet thing's going to fucking catch on, and you need to be right there to surf the wave. It's not just for Deep Space Nine anymore. No, no we've, we've moved beyond CompuServe and news groups. Like, you can put pictures up. You can... You can just make sure you have, like, a skull smoking a cigarette. Wait, wait, wait. But I haven't said all of my things about the Dominion War. <laughs> that shit was awesome. It was. I tell you, man. They had, like, seven episodes that opened, like, season six that ended with To Be Continued. And I was eating hot dogs and, like, working on Battle Pope. And yeah. I'd break for lunch and watch one episode of Deep Space Nine and ended up watching six that day. Because yep. <laughs> every one of them ended with To Be Continued. And it was, like, Wharf kicking ass. And there are like, no what? lights in Kentucky, are there? Because <laughs> this is all happening while you're working at the, uh, at the fixture company? Where is it? It's like, there's time on your hands and now you're watching, you know, Deep Space Nine. And you're, you're boss, oh, you're I mean, what I liked was how much of a bad ass Worf became. I mean, just seriously. Yeah, yeah, because he was a real pussy to start off with. <laughs> if you think Fucking about cling it, on. think about it. Go on, kind go of was the first season where he's yeah. all like well put together and like yeah, and then like he'd be like, we need to attack them, and then Picard's like, uh, no, Worf. Uh, what else should we do? <laughs> Never takes a fucking suggestion. Worf says ever. <laughs> But he would growl and then, you know, yeah, yeah that's true. He'd yeah, growl exactly. at Q. That was worth it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Mimi. Thank it was you. nice to meet you. Um, who, who else has a, this gentleman here, come who, forward. Who else has a Deep Space Nine related question? <laughs> <laughs> we'll answer. Avery Brooks, huh? That guy was awesome. He the was best. The best. Oh, yeah. I was an Odo man myself. Right. Oh, Odo is so <laughs> cool. Fellas! <laughs> so. You're doing the, when you write the comic, Walking Dead, you're doing the story and the script, and the, the show, it sounds, you're talking a little bit about the process as far as story, oh, they jumped out of the window. Into the microphone. Oh, you're talking a little bit about, thank you. You're talking a little bit about the story, you know, they're going to go through the window, here's the plot. Um, what's the process like as far as dialogue on the show? Uh, well, basically what people do, and I feel like Damon should answer this, but uh, well, I guess... I don't write dialogue on your show. <laughs> well, well, I'm just talking about TV. Fortunately. Yeah. I'm talking about TV writing in general, and oh, I was yeah. waiting for you to go, actually, Robert. But uh, um, However you guys are doing it, it's working. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Um, but uh, uh, you're flattering me too much. It's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not used to this. Uh, except when Get your hand on his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a few words about Robert Scott. Um, uh, the, Just a few? Uh, is there a I'm, C I'm, on I'm, it? I can't take my eyes off the Sasquatch picture. And you are, uh, although the Sasquatch is, is at least a foot taller than you, your, 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 ver- your members are exactly the same size. <laughs> Which I think Mine, just, mine's a little we, bit bigger. Yeah, it's, it's it's anatomically correct. And but, again, but and we again, digress. And again, I love how bored you look. Like you're just like, did you come yet, D? Oh shit, did you come yeti? All right. Um, thank you. No, no. Did you have your uh, question answered? I, I I should point out that I did not answer his question in no, any no, way, no, shape, no. or form. So I want to make sure so, before you go away. Anyway, it's uh, not quite seven inches, but <laughs> it doesn't. Um, 
Anyway. Measured against a standard remote. It has remote. no girth whatsoever. The <laughs> diameter is just, it's awful. But, uh, um, <laughs> um, I try not to be honest when I do these, but. Um, it looks like the finger of Charon, the ferryman. <laughs> Little mythology reference for people out there. Yeah, when you're in the writer's room, you basically talk about, like, the macro, like, oh, they should do this, and this will lead to that, and then everybody breaks, and when you write your episode, that's when the dialogue is done. So, it's the individual writers that are doing, yeah. So, there was a couple episodes that I was following that you were the writer of, like, two of them, right? Only one. I wrote the fourth episode last year. So, I felt, you know, I'm such a geek, I felt like, oh, I could sense that there's more his style dialogue in this one, because I read the book, you know? So, am I right in sensing that, that that one that you wrote, there's going to be more of your dialogue inflection, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it should be noted that, like, TV writing, like, there's a lot of revisions that are done by, like, the showrunner and stuff like that, so there's a lot of dialogue in there that wasn't me, but... Like, uh, there's a bit where Rick says a comment, or Glenn says to Rick, like, oh, yeah, tell the truth, you just came back for the hat. I didn't write that. Like, people are like, oh, that's a Kirkman line right there. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it, but not me. So, cool. I think we just have to say, there's like one or two more questions for me. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I also did a drawing. I feel like it got a little upstaged. Wow. <laughs> How, how big is yeah, my penis in that one? Well, 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 the piece of paper is much smaller. You got to understand. Uh, uh, so I, in relation to the paper, it's size. actually uh, uh, hidden by the feet of the Bigfoot. You suck, man. Why would you? No, do that? no, no. <laughs> Here, here's, what, here's what's so genius about this is that <laughs> so genius is you're both suspended by your by the nooses around your necks, and you're you're sort of you're you're creating a bodily swing. Oh, that's nice. Holy Christ! Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's now that's that, to that's, tell. that's Harry and the Hendersons Bigfoot. Yeah. Do you realize? Do you Definitely. realize we've just created yeah. a new meme? <laughs> the Kirkman Sasquatch meme. <laughs> And I, is, and I don't regret this at all. No, like, this, this is, is one of the greatest things that's ever happened on this show. <laughs> I actually did Google Harry and the Hendersons for a photo <laughs> reference. There you go. So, I'm a, I'm a, Pay attention to the show. Well, if I had to I pick my a Sasquatch feet. to jerk me off with its foot, it would be the Harry and the Henderson Sasquatch. <laughs> so. he's, he's the nicest. He's got I'd kind w- eyes. What, what is your name? I'd want John That guy also played the Predator. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty that. sure that's true. Oh, that big that big tall guy who was also on Misfits of Science, and was in Pumpkinhead. Uh, yep. There you go, little. So uh, it's kind of like I'm getting jerked off by Predator too. <laughs> yep. So get your pens out. <laughs> Warning about Predator anatomy: each braid is a penis. <laughs> what is I hope th- their feet look like their mouths. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Why is there a cock on the end of this one spine in this trophy room? Like, I don't understand. What, 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 does people have a, web, you have a website that people can see? Oh, no, I'm not an artist. I'm a stand-up comedian. Guys, you've heard of the internet, right? Well, that's two of you. You're not an artist, uh, but that's a really good... That's Matt Blackwood. He comes to every Matt Myers open day off, the uh, open mic, yeah. You are a proud parent of one of your open micers. Well, your art is great. Get up here and do your act. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not, uh, not bad. Let me tell you. Uh, Okay, yeah, one guy right back there. If he's as funny as he is good at drawing Bigfoot's jerking people off, then... (laughs) He's got to be pretty Isn't funny. Isn't that all we can all hope for, standard. really? Wouldn't it be weird if he just had that with him, like, finally! 
<laughs> Funny you we should mention heard, that. You would have heard a scream. Hi, hello. Hello, how are you doing? I, I feel good. Uh, lean on me, please. Can I, just, can I just stop and point out that Damon Lindelof is now like $2,000 light? <laughs> a deal's a deal. Hurry up, everybody. Make one. No matter what. Just make fucking stick to it. You know how many different versions of that fucking I drew three. (laughs) Now I'm destined for that awkward sort of post-podcast mill about where it's like, is he going to get his checkbook? Like, was that real? Like, was it a joke? I think his routing number's on that check. I wonder if you could get 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 into his bank account with that. I don't know. Oh, an address. I'm good for the money. Um, my name's Zippy Shafida. <laughs> and what is your question? Um, my question is actually a zombie scenario question for everyone again. Um, so, say you're having sex with your girlfriend. Or- all right, all right. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is getting good. You know, right. the zombie apocalypse is outside, so you're getting that good zombie apocalypse sex. That's so good. And, um, Fear sex. <laughs> and, and you notice that Same the person you are having sex with turns into a zombie. Oh, you're are, already do dead. you finish? You're, you're dead. already dead. Oh, is, oh. It the act, oh, yeah. is it the act of having sex with them that's turned them into the zombie? Yeah. That's, tra- that's important, because yeah. that changes my answer. And, and then again, I mean, I've been that's, bored. Wait, because then you're patient zero if you're making baby zombie baby. come baby zombies. Well, I guess that's true. That's I guess that's true. Someone could have been sc- scratched or bitten outside, and then immediately come in and be like, "Let's fucking do this," and then they start. To uh, change. Well, technically, the person that was bitten would die first, and then become a zombie. So there would that, be that a period you can't where you'd just em. be having sex with a dead person. But that's true. But if the uh, the um, the virus is in their system, and if you're not protected, you would probably get the virus into your uh, through your pee hole. I don't know how STDs work. Um, but I'd imagine you too would uh, get the virus that will cause you to die. So you're having sex, the girl dies, she's dead, you're having sex with a dead girl. She turns into a zombie, you turn into a zombie, then you're two zombies fucking. True. And that's okay. Yeah. So it starts out okay, gets wrong, gets really wrong, then yeah. it gets okay. Yeah, then it gets okay. <laughs> and and the circle. It's an arc. <laughs> That's the only way that it gets okay is they both have to turn into zombies and finish that way. Yeah. Uh, do you feel well? Uh, Has your question been answered, sir? I am. But yeah, no. I like, I like that where your mind goes. Though it's like the world's ending outside. Wait, what? Sex? Yeah. Okay. Might as well. I was thinking about getting supplies, but. Uh, it, what, one, one more question. One more question. From, it, yeah, let's get this guy. He hasn't asked a question yet. Okay, come up here. Come up here. It's your last question. You ready? Oh my god, this be Hey, don't so don't fucking, screw this up. Better be so good. I swear to God, it better be fucking good. Listen, I you know, the number one fear among humans is public speaking, so this better be amazing. Go. <laughs> P Okay. So um away from the Walking Dead stuff with uh Invincible, at first when you start reading it, it seems kinda like an all ages book, but then it gets crazy bloody. Um <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. Just like sex that first time, man. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Jesus. Now I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so, um, is there any chance that's going to happen with Super Dinosaur? <laughs> Good fucking last question. Yeah, um, uh, no, because, I mean, I'm doing Super Dinosaur mostly just because I, I, I write comic books and my kids 
can't see like anything that I do at all. And so it's like, oh, I'll finally do a comic that I can actually, you know, show my kids and show my kids' friends and stuff like that so that they'll like me. Um, <laughs> and I, and, but I, I was thinking the other day, like, if Super Dinosaur is really successful, it would be fun, like, later on, like, after a few years to do, like, a Dark Knight Returns Super Dinosaur <laughs> story, you know? Like, that would be kind of neat. But uh, Dark the regular book should be, you know, appropriate for kids. But, I mean, all ages. Like, I like to, I want to make sure the kid, the book isn't just for kids. Like, it's got, it's got some violence so, in it. So as your kids age, though, can the dinosaurs slowly start to destroy people? <laughs> Daddy, these dinosaurs need to fuck. <laughs> they need to fuck. You did say earlier that if they I think someone needs it. to draw another picture. <laughs> oh, another. This just in. This just in. The bank is closed. <laughs> Jesus it Christ. Is. Now, guys, uh, the picture I'm about to show you, I think uh, Alex Ross comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> or not. Uh, I like that they're just that happily... I'm rejecting that. That's, That's Chewbacca. Whoa. Why is Sasquatch doing a peace sign? That is the V for victory come. Actually, that's, that looks, that's vampire Chewbacca is what that looks yeah, like, Nick. Your hand's covering up part of it. I can't. Is there any jerking off being done? Yeah, yeah. Their hands are, your hands are out of frame making the crisscross. Oh, this little PG-13. Yeah, this little PG-13. You get that's, one fuck. That's more like a red shoe diary than it is yeah. an actual... Uh, that's, what I, that's what I do when I'm jerking off. I just put up a like, peace sign and... <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the hotel porn version of this drawing. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're going to be outside signing signing books, right? There's, I will. There, there's a whole There's a whole table of books there. Buy you can buy some. anything you want. You can buy Invincible. You can buy Walking Dead. And I also want to say uh, Image Comics. Thank you, Image Comics, for helping to uh, set this up. Your imprint, Skybound. Um, and then also, uh, when is, what is the date of the Walking Dead premiere this, this year? I can't tell you. It's October something. It's October something. So it'll be sometime this sometime yeah, I also want to say when I go out there for the signing, we've got a guy dressed up as Sasquatch. We're going to do some reenacting. So. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me thank Mr. Robert Kirkman for being here and also David Lindelof for being here as well. Thank you so much, man. Jonah Ray, Matt Myra, Chris Hardwick, Nerd Melt. Thanks so much for coming, everyone. Oh, wait. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by Carbonite Online Backup. Easy, automatic, unlimited backup for your computer files. Try it free for 15 days at Carbonite.com and use the offer code NERDIST. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Summer is here and adventures await. Wondry and Tinkercast are teaming up to bring you a summer of wow with new episodes of your favorite podcasts. Go on an epic adventure with Portuga the Pirate as she takes a road-tripping adventure across the country on Little Stories Everywhere. Immerse yourself in the life of someone amazing and listen closely for clues to guess who this person is on Whose Amazing Life. Listen to Wow in the World to discover something new about science, technology, and innovation, and the world around us. This summer, bring your imagination out into the world and find your wow. Visit Wondery.com slash Summer of Wow to find new episodes of your favorite shows and to download Scavenger Hunts for the entire family.